The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, everyone, on this gloomy, gloomy Sunday morning. (laughs) Easy like Sunday morning, my opinion. Yeah. That's how I've described myself many a time. Yeah. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Starting right from yep. the beginning today, Jumping Michael. Right in. Jumping in with right both in. feet. <laughs> well, that was unexpected. Yeah. I was going to remark how I also had Easy Like Sunday Morning pop in my head when you said that. <laughs> and that's why we are such, you know, simpatico friends there. But right. then you took that left turn. And yeah, I did. Yeah. Took me on a journey. Yeah. That you didn't want to be on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like doing that to you, though. Yeah, didn't know it's, I was. I that's needed the to crux be... of our friendship: yeah. is me doing little things to needle you, and then also me getting tickled. Yeah. The more angry or flustered or yeah. bewildered that you get, yes, the happier I am. Right. That's like a little side part of my personality that not that many people know about. Is I like to needle people sometimes. Yeah, she'll say something to me which will elicit my reaction of. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just laughs like that at her own amusement. Yeah. 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 And that's why we best friends. <laughs> because I go along. Because you with fall it. for it every fucking time. I do. You're such an easy mark. Like, I, yeah. sorry to say, but. Yeah. Well, you know, we can't all be. Uh... The truth must be told. Yeah. And it shall set you free. Uh, well, <laughs> sure. 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 Well, we just watched a. A documentary. We did. That was, uh, you know, right up our alley. Guys, we're recording at 10.33 in the a.m. And we've already watched a murder <laughs> documentary. And it's a Sunday morning. It is the Lord's, the Lord's Day. Day, Michael. Yeah. Uh, it is called The State of Alabama versus Britney Smith. And also with you. It, <laughs> it was just released on Netflix uh, very, very recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, from uh, the same director who I'm now blanking on the title, but it was the uh, documentary about the nuns. Um, well, there's all, been so many, yeah, Mike. Let's clarify. Who were all abused, um, and then they came forward with a class action suit. It was a Netflix documentary about two years ago. I can't remember what it was called, but it's the same director. Okay. Anyway, the crux of this documentary and we'll make it a recommends this week is uh this woman Brittany smith a single mother uh shout out to all the single yes. moms out there hey, hey. she had a uh a newborn baby die and she was already a single mom of four she was struggling with depression and Losing this baby uh, was kind of the, the last. Center yeah. over the edge. Yeah, the last straw for her. So she ended up uh, down uh, an she addiction road. dabbling with the yeah. oldie methamphetamine so she, for a while. Yeah, so for a while. But she, then she got clean. Yep. Good she, for her. She spent time in jail and had her four kids taken away from her, but she did get clean yep she got out she She got an apartment yep she rededicated her life she Mm -hmm. got a job she was getting her kids back the next day yeah the next day she wanted to get a puppy for the kids for the kids and and just for the family and she knew this guy from high school who was a pit bull breeder quote 
unquote. Right. Um, and she bought the dog from him. And somehow he chose to rely on her. He needed a place to go. Well, he supposedly said his friends dropped him off at some park. Yeah. First of all, you're a grown-ass fucking man. It's nighttime. What are you doing in the park, you right. fucking skivotza? Yeah. And so he calls her up and says, my friends left me. I need a ride. I have no place to go. And because, okay, here's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start fucking, this is why you showed me this documentary at yep. 10 o'clock in the a.m. <laughs> yep. To get me riled up for the show. Yep. I know where the magic is made. So, <laughs> society teaches women yeah. from the time that they are born yep. to be nice. Yep. And to feel guilty if someone asks you something, even if you're uncomfortable yep. or don't want to do it. Your job is to go along with it and be a good person and be mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And do whatever is asked of you and right. keep your fucking little dainty mouth shut. Right. Okay? So this poor lady mm-hmm. gets a call from this scumbody over at the fucking park. Yep. Says, I need a ride. And she says to him, I will come and give you a ride. Mm-hmm. And you can stay at my house. But for tonight only yes. because I'm getting my kids back and this isn't like a crash house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to like crash on my couch and all this other bullshit. Right. So this Because guy, she was trying to be right. nice. Right. This is no one that she, she owed knows. anything. Right. She knew him in fucking high school and she bought a dog off of him. Yes. This isn't like her best friend. She's going and trying. She's just being nice right. because she's a woman. Right. So all of a sudden this guy all picks her. All of a sudden? Her- Shut up. <laughs> this guy picks her. Why he calls her, who knows? So he calls her for some reason. Mm-hmm. And we should all mm-hmm. take a page out of the My Favorite Murder, Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff book, and fuck politeness. Uh, yeah. Um, Women, just stop being polite. Just yeah. listen to what I'm saying. So when things stop being polite and start <laughs> getting fucking real. Yeah. So Don't be nice. Don't be polite. No. If you're uncomfortable or you have a weird feeling or you just don't want to do something because yep. you just don't feel like it, yeah. you need to tell no people. No obligation. Sorry, no. Actually, no. No. Leave yeah, the sorry out sorry. of it because right. we're also told to fucking apologize for everything. And that's, and I already said it. Yep. New Year's resolution. Yep. I'm not doing it. Nope. So stop saying sorry, stop feeling obligated, stop feeling guilty, and stop being fucking polite. Tell people no. Yes. So she brings him back to her place, uh, and through the course of the evening, uh, actually not even through the course of the evening, not much time passes at all, and he just flips she describes a conversation they're having. It starts to, to become more a little bit more of an argument, and then he snaps. He headbutts her, drags her to the bedroom, and mm. rapes her. Mm-mm-mm. We're not going to sugarcoat it and say sexually assaulted. He rapes her um, to the point where well, first of all, the headbutt he choked her out. Her, yeah. He choked her out. She woke up right. covered in her own piss, right. and he was in the process of raping her right. while she was asleep. She woke up to that, yeah, which is fucking unreal right and her idea to get out of the situation was to call her mom so she calls her mother to come bring her cigarettes because she couldn't call the police because this piece of shit told her if you call the police i will fucking kill you right and she said now this girl 
you know, kudos to this girl. Yeah. Okay? Because she's thinking on her feet. She's thinking, I have to get this information to someone. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let me call 911. Right. So she comes up with the plan. Let's go hang out. We'll smoke some cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't have any cigarettes. I can call my mom. She'll drive us to the store. Well, she'll bring us some. And then the mom said, because, so... She's he because he, he had the phone on speaker, right? So he, he agrees could to let her hear call, everything but she was saying, right? So, Pause. The, if she went to pick him up, yes, why did she need a ride to go get cigarettes? Because they only had the one car, the mom said. I know that, yeah. So, if she went to pick him up, right? Then what she dropped the car, or was her mom's or house? hold on though, did she did she go pick him up, or was he just that close? Did she say you can come here? Yeah, maybe she said you can come here and stay. Well, go watch the documentary and, and get that detail for sure, everybody. Um, somehow he ends up back at the house. And right. then later on, she needs some sort of mechanism to get these cigarettes. When the mom says, I don't have any, she says, uh, Brittany says, well, can you buy me some and, yeah, and bring it? And the mom says, the, the mom says, I won't have any money until like Wednesday or Thursday. And Brittany still needing somebody to come yeah. says i have money just come we just need to ride up, basically and then we'll come yeah then we'll go um do it and the mom didn't want to go so sends the brother um so the brother comes drives them to a convenience store Brittany goes into the store yep and immediately confesses to the right she clerk. says to the clerk don't act suspicious i need to tell you what just happened i'm actually being held hostage my brother's in the car i've been assaulted you could tell she was assaulted. She had marks over her yes. fucking body, Michael. Yes. And the girl actually said, what happened to you? Right. And then she tells. Right. So, meanwhile, Todd, the the attacker, and the brother are in the car just having a normal kind of conversation. Right. And uh, so Brittany leaves the name of her mother and the phone number yep. for the clerk to call and, and say, tell the mom help. to come get me. Writes down Todd Smith's name. Yep. Uh, says if anything happens to me if I come up dead he's the one who yeah, did he's it he's the one that did it and uh, gets the cigarettes gets back in the car they end up back at um, her house her house and she sends her brother basically back to the convenience store to talk to the clerk so he can get the story right of what happened because she can't because tell she him can't in front of him. this other guy because you know he's right. a psychopath so the brother does gets the story and comes back to since the it's house Alabama with his pistol. Right, he has a gun on his hip at all times. So goes back to the to his sister's house and tries to get Todd to leave. Now he refuses, and so the brother puts his gun down on the kitchen counter and physically tries to make remove him. him. Yes, and somehow this guy gets the better of the brother, who is a very big dude, yeah, by again, the way. Again, not somehow. We know how. We know how. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll tell you in a minute. The brother is a very large guy. Yeah. Very large. But a struggle ensues and somehow Todd gets behind him gets and starts this guy choking him. in a headlock him. and starts choking him out just like he did to Brittany. Right. Not that long ago. Right. Right before he raped her. Right. And Brittany picks up the gun that's on the counter she says i don't want to shoot you let him go go. he doesn't she fires a shot now if it was a warning shot or she just missed we don't know but the shot does not hit him and he does not stop he doesn't flinch he doesn't move keeps going keeps going she shoots again hits him still no change he keeps going so she shoots him one more time and then 
he and her brother fall to the floor. Right. She immediately calls 911 and asks for an ambulance. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Tricky. Because she says she was the one being choked and her brother is the one that did the shooting. And why might she say that, Michael? Historically, in Alabama, and let's face it, worldwide. I was going to say, let's not just put Alabama on the hook. Yeah. I mean, in that town, in that county, in that state, in that region, in this country, in this continent, in this planet. Right. Women don't fare well in Mm -mm. the criminal justice system Mm -mm. with violent charges against them. Nope. So the initial story was that. So the brother gets taken into custody. He starts being questioned. And by the next morning, Brittany is having kind of a a fit of consciousness. Yeah. Or, you know. She feels guilty. Yeah. So she goes and confesses, basically, that she is the one that shot Todd. And and they ask her, why did you say it was you? And she said. Immediately said. Because women get the shit end of the stick with things like this. Yes. Because only white men yes. are able to defend themselves. And, I mean, say what you will about the brother not noticing these injuries at first. But once he knew the story, he sprung into action and he immediately agreed to take the blame for this. Right. Because he, he also knew yeah, he, that his sister would get fucked over yeah, it. Yeah. He knew. He was willing to go through this He'd been raped and her. beaten yeah. by this dude. Yeah. And now the court is going to reinflict those injuries also there's 911 audio of her attempting cpr on this yeah. guy oh yeah she's actually still <laughs> trying to help him yeah so uh when that happens she gets arrested immediately she, yeah she slapped into cuffs yeah she has to pawn stuff she has to sell the title to her car the one car the only the car that has. the whole entire family shares by yeah. the way so she could get out on six thousand dollars bail after being held for 10 months mm-hmm and the family obviously isn't well off, so she's assigned a public defender, and they're doing a lot of research themselves. Right. And the public defender, for his to his credit, yeah. was like, you know what? This is a clear-cut case of self-defense. Right. So she open and shut. In the family's Perfect. in the family's research, the mom comes across the stand your ground law. Shout out to moms. Yeah. Who herself, I believe, was a single mom for quite a while. Single mother, yep. Um, so they're like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happens. This is exactly why this law was crafted, Mike. Right, exactly. She's in her own home. There's imminent danger. She experienced danger not too recently, so mm-hmm. she knows that he will follow through on mm-hmm. this. She fires multiple times, stops when the desired outcome is yeah, met. Yeah, she doesn't shoot him six times. She doesn't empty the gun into him. Right. It's she, when he stopped, when she he stopped. stopped. Right. And lest we forget, Michael, yeah. that all across the country, yeah. men yeah. have been using this mm-hmm. stand-your-ground law. George Zimmerman did. He literally ran towards somebody. People have defended their neighbor's property. Yeah. Not someone's life, Michael. No. Yep. Not their own property. I mean, someone else's property we're not with good. deadly force <laughs> yeah. and fucking got zero jail time. Yeah. We're not going to say people have crossed state lines to do such a thing. We're not going to say. Kyle House. Yeah, I mean, we're not let's say cut that the shit, prick's please. Name. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know where this is going. So yeah. when they find that 
law, the public defender commissions a standard ground hearing, pretrial hearing. Um, initially, the prosecution offered them a deal, plead guilty to first degree murder, Mm-mm. 25 years. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Brittany, adamant, I'm not I'm pleading not guilty. guilty to something I didn't I'm do. I'm not guilty. So they go through this pretrial hearing. So no jury, just the judge's discretion. You would think open and shut, Mike. Yeah. And we're watching this documentary. Hey, a female judge. We're psyched. We, we were psyched. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, maybe she'll actually get a fair shake. Yeah. <laughs> she did not. No, she did not. The prosecution hammers that the story changed. Why didn't you tell someone you were raped? Why did you initially say you weren't raped? Yes. I don't know, fuck face. Maybe because it's mortifying. Yeah. Okay? And you don't even want to tell the people that are closest to you. God forbid you want to just spread it around to every stranger that you come in contact with. Yeah. Maybe you were waiting until you were in a safe fucking space to to say something like that. Even though she had... Also, she's in shock. Yeah. And she's been choked out and just saw her brother choked out and was just forced to kill someone. Right. And she did do contemporaneous confession to the clerk she yes her brother knew her mom knew like all in this same time period because right. of the clerk and because sorry of, i didn't say it to the 911 operator right and he was still there while i was in a panic yeah. trying to save my rapist life right michael see what you see you see what you did right. now he was controlling her phone like there's such such bullshit but the prosecution really hammered her and basically, the female judge issued a 19-page ruling saying she did not meet the bar of right. Stand Your Ground. Right. So, the sad she ending... She didn't believe her testimony. She didn't find her credible. Right. Even though she had 33 fucking injuries. Yeah. So, the sad ending to the story is the prosecution came back with another plea deal. Uh, plead to... Oh, they steamrolled her into this. Right. Because the, Plead that guilty judge, to murder yeah. and get six months six in jail months. with time served and a shitload of probation. And 18 months of house arrest after that. Or plead guilty to manslaughter yeah. and get like 18 years in jail yeah. or some shit. Get so much more time. So clearly they wanted her to cop to this murder. Yeah, it was a pound of Which flesh. is not a yeah. murder, by right. the way. Right. And of course she's going to take six months. Right, because the judge that said she wasn't credible was going to be the judge if she went to trial. Right. So, so this fucking bitch is obviously going to throw me in the clink. Right. So what am I supposed to do? Which would have meant she would have been in charge of sentencing. Right. And she would have been so, in jail for the rest of her life. Yeah. So the documentary does end with some statistics that the standard ground law applies to men successfully twice as often as it does to women. Right. Um, there were several or minorities, headlines. Or, or anybody in yeah. the LGBTQ plus communities. Yeah. yeah. So there were no, a number of headlines shown in the documentary about women killing and undisputed killing their abusers, but still end up in jail mm-hmm. um, in states that have the stand your ground mm-hmm. law. So it's just, it's an incredible double standard. It's, right. it's. Oh, welcome to. Not <laughs> justice. Welcome to every female's life, Michael. And uh, a reporter who was being interviewed for the documentary, put it really nicely. If you're interested in justice, no matter whose side you're on here, nobody got it. Right. If you're on her side, clearly her ending up in jail is not justice. No. And if you're on his side... Six months in jail is, is, is not, not justice. justice right? So, like, right. So... So, who, we weren't really after justice here. Now, why might have hmm. he... 
overtaken her brother, who, as we said, is a pretty big dude. Yeah. And probably pretty and, enraged at what yeah. happened to his sister. Right. And why wouldn't he have stopped when shots start ringing out? Right. Wouldn't you at least, if, if I shot a gun past you, yeah. wouldn't you, oh, oh my shit. God, yeah. you, jerk, you jerk back. Right. It's just a reaction. Right. Why do you think he might not have had a reaction, Michael? Well, I believe it has hmm. something to do with having 800 units dec- of yeah. fucking methamphetamine where yeah. I think something like 200 units yeah. is considered like something you, you'd you get pulled over and it'd be like a DUI, like you would yeah. go to jail. So That's two, the so quote 200. unquote, yeah, according to... He had four times. Yeah, 200 is the quote typical... Right. Concentration right. of meth. When I don't know what's going on, on Alabama that yeah. they know that that's the typical yeah. sort of fucking dosage where you went to the bar and had a couple of beers, but yeah. shit. But he had 800. Right. 846 or some crazy yeah. whatever. It was four plus times. Yeah. It was outrageous. So he was literally this dude was not didn't feel stop. it. Yeah. And then the cops came. Oh, oh. And by the way, Michael, yeah. when the cops came, yeah. there were five cops that tackled him yeah. that had trouble. Five men onto one yeah. and had trouble, but they want this fucking. Yeah. lady to what wriggle her way out yeah fight uh, him with what her hands i'm sure this this group of people have seen the video because we're interested in true crime but that guy it was on an episode are you of cops. Ki- are you kidding me though yeah no the the episode of cops where there's that guy that they're literally tasing from oh, all oh, the different yeah. angles and he's just like what he's, are you doing he's, he's literally he like <laughs> he's laughing and plucking them out like yeah. it's nothing that's what meth will do and right. they expected her to not do anything right they expected to, her to not use yeah. deadly force right. but what the fuck was she supposed to do oh you five trained officers all with weapons yeah. by the way right. had trouble taking this guy down yeah so you know what eat shit yeah how about that so how's that grab you the state of Alabama eat versus shit. Britney Smith on Netflix. It's only 40 minutes, so if you have just a short amount of time yeah, and you want... Yeah, super quick watch. Yeah, it's a quick watch. goes by really fast. Yeah, definitely a, a recommends, and we will post that up on Yes, check also. that out. Well, now that I'm sufficiently pissed off... Yeah, so there's a little mini story for everybody. Um, <laughs> but... This week we have another doozy. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the story of the murders of Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan. This story is mostly going to be about Ryan Waller because he becomes the focus of the narrative, but pretty much all articles that I found include Heather Kwan as an afterthought. Okay. So, you know, let's talk more about women getting the, the shit end of the stick. Yes, she's the an shaft. Equal, yeah, she's an the equal shaft, victim. The shaft, if you will. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Equal victim, but kind of lost for what happens for the rest of this story. I don't really have anything additional to add about Heather because the available information is even more sparse than it is about Ryan, but cool. she is a victim in this story too, and it's important that we don't forget that. Right. On December 25th, 2006, Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan were both shot in the head while hanging out at home before they were set to have dinner with Ryan's dad. Are they boyfriend-girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Ryan's dad couldn't get a hold of him for two entire days before he decided to call the cops and no, have him... No, stop. Mm, so no, mm, mm, he was uh, at his... Yeah. Nope. Right. Nope. what I tell you? I knew... What did I tell you a million times, yep. listeners and Michael? Yeah. If I cannot get a hold of my yep. daughter yep. for 20 minutes, yep. I start freaking out. Yeah. I start tracking her, make sure she is where she is. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's been days where, like, my mom will just kind of keep to herself for a couple days. Yeah. And, like, you know, 
doesn't really reach out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or she'll be like napping and she won't get back to me. And yeah. I'll be like, bitch, don't think that I won't oh, yeah. pull a fucking welfare check and have the cops come over there and see where you are if you don't answer me right now. <laughs> so don't tell me. At that part of the story, two I was days. Like, yeah, Joanne's not. No. Yeah. No. So on that second day, he goes to the son's house. And can't get in contact with him. Can't mm, open the door. Mm, so that's when he calls the cops. Mm-hmm. And That's why I have a key to my daughter's house and I just fucking go in if I feel like it. Yes. See where you are. Heather had died from being shot immediately, but Ryan wasn't so lucky. That means for those two days that his dad wasn't breaking into the house himself. Yeah. A weak and frankly dying Ryan was yeah. on the floor of his home bleeding after being shot in the head twice yeah one of those times in the face with the dead body of his girlfriend a few feet away so was he functioning was he just laying on the floor he was on the floor too weak to to do anything about it so he's just laying in his own mess yeah and blood and with his girlfriend guts and his dead girlfriend there and he literally just can't move yeah jesus shot in the face yeah christ on a bike once the Arizona cops arrived after Ryan's dad's call, they broke into the home and found the bloody Ryan on the floor. Yeah. And Heather's body on the couch. Don't. Be- are you going to fucking tell me they think this is a murder-suicide attempt? Because the girl was dead and he wasn't, <sighs> the cops instantly jumped to some sort of murder-suicide scenario. Great. Great. Instead of treating Ryan as a victim and getting him medical attention, oh. they arrested him. No. And kept him in jail between six and eight hours. No. Before his condition got so bad, they had no choice but no, to no, get him no, help. No, 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 no. First of all, if he's also shot, whether he tried to kill himself or not, yep. you're obligated. Yep. Are they not yes. obligated to take him to the hospital? Yes. You get him medical treatment, then you fucking bust right. his ass if you think that's what he did. Right, because you can't throw a dead man in jail. What are you doing <laughs> taking a person that has bullet holes in their body yeah. to the station? Yeah. Not that's just not in, a thing. Not just in their body, in their face. That's not a thing. It is right? In, it is in Phoenix, I guess. Fucking Arizona is is wildin' out. Maricopa County. I went to Arizona one time. I I basically almost got sex trafficked. Yeah. And I'll never fucking go there again. Sorry, Arizona. <laughs> tough shit. Tough titty, <laughs> said the kitty. Okay? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. During those hours... Ryan was interrogated aggressively. He's shot in the fucking head, bro. What kind of answers do you think? Two days ago, mind. What do you think he's going to say? Yeah. He's probably like hallucinating. How is he even talking? Despite his injuries and miserable treatment, he was able to relay a story of what happened and even identify the shooters. No! (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. The cops kept their focus on Ryan until his convulsions... Oh, sure they fucking did. ...got so frequent he could no longer communicate. Do your job. I just turned into Peter Brady. Yeah. Went Peter Brady? Yeah. Because it went Greg... Yeah, Peter Brady. Yeah. When it's time to change. (laughs) Yeah, my voice just cracked. That's how P.O.'d I am. That's fine. Before I tell you what really happened that Christmas Day, I'll tell you what Ryan had to go through once he finally got the medical treatment. He had required for two days. I can't even picture this. The gunshot to Ryan's face necessitated the removal of his left eye. (gasps) And a part of his brain needed Uh, to be removed as well. uh, This rendered Ryan completely blind and basically incapable of caring for himself for the rest of his life. 
So whoa, whoa, whoa. so they so he's blind in both eyes, but they had to actually take one out. Yeah. <gasps> and the part of his brain that they had to take out remove the sight in his other eye. Oh my god. The rest of his life would be another ten years. Ryan Waller he, finally died on January twentieth, twenty sixteen, of a seizure because of caused by I'm sure that threw a blood clot oh in his brain, god. which caused internal bleeding. Oh my god, this poor kid. So what really happened in that house? Yeah. That morning, someone knocked on the front door, so Ryan went to see who it was. So I don't open the fucking door either. He opened the door to his former roommate Richie Lee Carver and his dad yeah. Larry Lloyd Carver. Oh god, why are they both there? Upon seeing who it was. Ryan tried to force the door closed, but a struggle ensued. So clearly they did not have a good prior relationship. Which resulted in Richie getting his arm around the door and shooting Ryan in the eye. (gasps) So they went there on purpose just to Mm -hmm. just kill him? Once Ryan was on the ground, Richie and his dad pushed their way into the house. They shot Heather in the head right away as she was lying on the couch. What the f- The father-son duo took several weapons and computers before hightailing it. So they're definitely on drugs. Yes. So they're on drugs. They went over there to fucking rob him. Yep. And or slash kill them to shut them up. Yes. It was ultimately Ryan's assertions while being questioned that would lead to Richie and Larry Carver being tracked down and arrested. Richie was charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons. Yeah. He was convicted in 2008 and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Good. Bye. The story of Larry is a bit more interesting. Richie's dad was also charged with first-degree murder. You're not going to tell me this dude doesn't have a rap sheet a mile fucking long. Attempted attempted first-degree murder, burglary, and aggravated assault, Mm. but the case almost fell apart. For what reason? In 2006, Larry's wife made a voluntary statement incriminating her husband of the crimes. Once Larry was set to go to trial, she invoked marital privilege and refused to testify. Okay, but you already have her confession. Do you need her to testify to corroborate it? Yes. You already have it. Written confession. Not enough. Written okay. confession. I don't, it wasn't a written confession. It was a verbal comment. And now she's basically... Verbally, like, while well, yeah. they had her in an interrogation room? Because I would think that you could play that for the fucking jury. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or she just went in there and went, it yeah, he probab- did it. It was probably, like, cops interviewing her, like, in the home. Like, right. did you... Where was he? And right. She's like, no, right. he fucking definitely did it. Yeah. So it was just a note. Uh, like, probably no audio. Um. So once... The court had no choice then but to dismiss the charges. Evidently, Ryan's testimony was only good to implicate Richie. And I think the forensics only put him, only put Richie as like the shooter. Um, So uh, they probably didn't have a strong enough case to to be positive of a conviction. So they dropped the charges without the wife's corroborating. They dropped all the charges? Against Larry. Everything? Richie was still, yes. Richie was still. He just went free. Uh, Well, for now. Heather Kwan's family yeah. sprang into action. Get good. Yes, thank you. And lobbied the Arizona legislature to pass Heather's law. Okay. The law provides an exception to marital privilege if one spouse voluntarily provides cops with information about the other spouse's involvement in a serious crime. Okay. So if you make a statement you to the can't cops, change your mind. you cannot then claim privilege. Right. So everybody out there, listen to this because we're going to get on the line giving you fucking tips and tricks, okay? If your spouse commits a crime and they come to talk to you, you go, I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right of not incriminating my spouse and I will not be talking to you. Thank you. Goodbye. You may leave now. Right. You don't say my husband's a fucking murderer. Right. And then they try to take you to court and you go, I'm invoking. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Always no comment. Always no comment. It's always no comment. 
Um, once the law was passed in 2009, the state charged Larry Carver again. Yeah. He was convicted in December 2012. Good. He appealed the conviction, claiming that Heather's law shouldn't apply retroactively. Tough shit. Tough titty, said the kitty. Yeah. An appellate court judge found that he could be. <laughs> they were like, actually, yeah. we can do whatever the fuck we want. That it could be applied retroactively, and Larry Carver was America. out of luck. Right. SOL, if you will. This case made national headlines for obvious reasons. The treatment of Ryan during the interrogation and the eventual passage of Heather's Law. His family, did his family not sue the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of the police? I would have. Police station, the county, the state, yeah. the attorney general, the prosecutor. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody that I could get my hands on. I would have. And the Carvers. <laughs> e- yeah. Everyone. Um. And those cops should have been fucking fired. Yeah. Yeah. No severance. None of this bullshit. Because if you... Michael, you're a trained (laughs) officer. Yeah. You've been through the academy. Yeah. And you can't tell that this kid has a fucking bullet in his eyeball. I mean, I'm... Covered in blood. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, if this was a murder-suicide... Shouldn't there be a gun in somewhat close proximity to the man who shot himself in the where head? Where did it go? Right. He shot himself. Where is it? Yeah, where is where it? Where is it? Where is it? Rule number one of a, quote, murder-suicide. Yeah, the weapon's going to be there. Or any suicide. Yeah. The if the weapon's not there, then that means someone removed it. Right. And you don't have to be a fucking detective to figure that out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so despite kind of the national prominence that the case attained the real motive for the carver's action still isn't really known excuse me they're on drugs and they went there to fucking steal stuff so that they could be junkies that's why i said i'm and sure you can come up these people i'm sure you can come up with some very plausible explanations for what they didn't go there to ask them if they, they wanted did. to fucking hang out mike yeah so yeah give me a break but that was the story of the murders of ryan waller and heather kwan that's outrageous. Yeah. And I, I I feel like I do remember Heather's Law yeah. coming out. And then I feel like I've seen mm, like a clip mm-hmm. of either, I don't know if it was a 2020 or some kind of documentary thing. It might have just been a YouTube clip. I don't know. But I feel like I've seen this kid sitting in a corner in a grainy black and white video yep. with a hole in his fucking face. Yep. And the cop being like, so why'd you do it? Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's like, my head really hurts. Yes. And he's like, don't put your head down. I'm talking to you kind of shit. Yep. Yeah. Are you That's out That of is your the video. fucking mind? Yeah. That if is I the was video. the parents, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to find out who these officers are and, and we're going to have a very stern yeah. conversation. <laughs> There's going to be a talking to. There's... There's going to be a talking to. Yeah. No, yeah. that video is widely available if you are interested in, in looking at it. It is challenging to watch. It's certainly not as entertaining as the Darrell Brooks nonsense. Right. Um, but it's not as bad as the Kelly Thomas footage. But Jesus footage. Christ on a cracker, Michael. Yeah. Like, you can't t- No. He it's... has two bullets in his in his head. Yeah. In and, his head. Yeah. And his He has eye... a hole. His eye is just a fucking hole. What well, are you talking yeah, I about? Mean, he got shot right next to his nose, like in the cheekbone, right by the orbital bone. <laughs> the 
that's giving me like yeah. So his his eye is there's a hematoma the size of a a grapefruit. Yeah, a a grapefruit on his head basically, um, swelling his eye shut and all the rest. So he's not in fantastic shape regardless and you've got him in an interrogation room right interrogate him at the fucking hospital if that's the case lock him to the bed right we've all seen that happen in in movies and tv and And they'll say we need to tend to him first and then you can talk to my patient right how many times have you seen we need to talk to him not yet not Not yet yet. where yeah yeah, he's in the he's not even recuperated yet right right or he's half in a coma you can't talk to him while he's all banged up on drugs anyway because none of nothing that he says, you can't take that as right. truth. Because he's on nar- narcotics for pain. Right. So even if, even if Ryan Waller was the perpetrator, this isn't how you solve no, that crime. No, come on. This isn't how you do it. Because, again, even if. What happens if he drops dead? And then what? No justice. What if he is the guy? Right. Could any defense attorney worth their salt claim that this was a coerced confession and get the whole thing thrown out. 100%. Of course you could. Like, why? I could do it. And I'm not a... Darrell Brooks could do it. I don't know about Darrell Brooks. But like... <laughs> On what grounds, Michael? Yeah. Grounds? But like, give me a break. Yeah, this is outrageous. Even if he's your guy, get him care. 100% because you want to make, make sure, sure you dot your I's and cross your T's. Make sure his confession is So that is when usable. the defense comes after you, right. your case is solid. Locked right. in, locked and loaded. Because if your mindset as a cop is anybody who sits on the other side of that interrogation table is it's a scumbag. Guilty, right. That deserves to be in jail for whatever I'm accusing them of. Right. Why would you not want to do everything in your power to prevent some slippery... Right. You know, out for money right. defense attorney right. from using your actions to Against get this guy you. like like smarten up. Yeah, no. first of all, smarten up. Learn the fucking protocol. Yeah, I would imagine that that is number one on the list of protocol. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no sergeant or chief or something being like, get that bleeding son of a bitch out of here. Get oh. him to the hospital. Yeah, what the fuck? He's bleeding all over my interrogation room yeah. it, at the base level. Yeah, I don't right. want him muddying up my inter- my interrogation right. room. Right, and of course they're probably like, we don't know what disease. He, although he was a white guy, so who knows? Oh, well, he's probably yeah. Yeah, yeah. with God knows what. Right. Uh, no, he probably wasn't. But that's what they think. Yeah, exactly. But but but, but get your get your shit together. Tighten yeah. it up. Yeah. Spare parts. Right. Like, what are you doing? Again, there is no love lost with the cops on this on this show. No. However. But if you're going to be a cop, do it fucking right, man. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. If this is your passion, if this is your calling, if there's this, like, desire to serve. You have, like, a, a bone of righteousness, like, you know, right. in your body or whatever, then do it right. Stop being a fucking bully. If, Whether Even if this kid did kill the girl and try to kill himself. Right. You're still being a horrible person. Could you be that fast and loose? With your job. No. None of us And keep can. your job. No. No. And your job, my job, most jobs. Aren't life or death situations. Exactly. exactly. Aren't. We were in corporate America, yeah, Michael, right. you know? I don't want to say not important because, you know. Everybody's but, job is important. But, but like, at this, the same time. This is, a, this is a responsibility. 
ability. Would this you is expect a, a surgeon safety. to just willy nilly right. come in after he had a couple of fucking drinks and like right. perform surgery? Right. And so, still get and still keep his job? Right. Oh well. Right. So uh, well, and, should we should yeah. we also do a recommend about the good nurse? Because that guy. Well, I I can't in good conscience ever recommend that because when around Eddie Redmayne, but, I know you hate Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. But, but Jessica Chastain makes up for it just a little bit. But this guy was employed as a nurse for like 20-something years, yeah. 19 years, 20 years. Something. He was yeah. in 19 different hospitals over like 25 years. Yeah. Just fucking murdering people. I mean, this And is... they knew it. Yeah. And they covered it up because the hospital didn't want to accept liability. Yeah. So they just kept letting him go and getting new fucking jobs. This is Dench. Would you, would you consider that uh, appropriate? Yeah. No, this is Christopher Dunch. This is... Yeah. This is Mastro Marino. This is yeah. like... Yeah. This it's happens. outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, and this yet, is... you know, hey, it is what it is, right? Right. Save your own ass. Yeah. CYA. Yeah. Well, I'm... But imagine I'm being thoroughly that... annoyed. Yeah. Imagine being like that no. bad at your job. No. And keeping your job. And having a mechanism in place where you could go on paid leave if you <laughs> did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like... You can't even get enough fucking sick days to cover yeah. the number of days that you have to take out for being sick when you work with the public. I mean, that's the equivalent... When your job doesn't give a shit, okay? That's, that's the equivalent of you, like, going in and intentionally smashing, like, your computer. Right. Like, the thing that allows you to do your job. Right. And then being like, well, while we conduct an internal investigation, stay home for with full pay for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then just come back like nobody... Is. Like nothing happened. Yeah. And I will just all just brush it under the rug. It's fine. Go fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm thoroughly annoyed, Michael. Yeah. And I need uh, a coffee and a breakfast sandwich from Dunks. Yay. Dunkies. I need Dunkies now. Hashtag New England. Hashtag <laughs> New England. Well, while we go do that, you all should follow us on the socials. Mm-hmm. Instagram for sure. Maybe Twitter <laughs> if it continues to exist. Uh, at MAF Podcast Show. Mm-hmm. You can email us at MAF Podcast Show at gmail.com. at gmail.com. We've got the YouTube Murder Amongst Friends Podcast. And we're back to putting up our little bitmojis. Bitmojis. We're back. And my on bitmoji a... has changed because I have new hair. New hair. Who new dis? hair. Who dis? So. It is pretty, pretty spicy. It's pretty fucking awesome it's if pretty I do great. say so myself. So. You got a pretty great hairdresser. I do. I do. Shout out to Lindsay May. What, the what? hair voodoo priestess. Oh yeah. That collar is pretty great though. Yeah, it is pretty fucking great. Coming soon to a Bitmoji near you. <laughs> In the meantime, everybody, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Hello. It's Joanne and Mike. Hello. And we have been trying to find some deals. Uh, holidays are coming up, and we've been trying to find some deals for our listeners. Yeah. And we've got one, you know, my family's very arty. Yes. Well, artsy-fartsy family. Arts and crafts. And um, we do have an item that we think uh, you might like, and it's a book for people that are looking to start doing resin art and some other crafts for beginners. It has all the tips and tricks that nobody tells you uh, when you get started, and it includes several detailed tutorials for your first project. So it's a great place to get started if you're interested in learning how to do arts and crafts with epoxy resin. Absolutely. And generally, it's on sale 
right now for $14.95, usually at a price of $24.95. So if our listeners go to resinart.mafpodcast.com, that's resinart, R-E-S-I-N-A-R-T, dot mafpodcast.com, you will be eligible for that special price. So check it out today and tell them MAF sent you. Absolutely.